<laughs> Good morning. Good morning. I Can still you? have my phone out. Is that all right? Yes. All right. It's not all I'll right. leave it there. <laughs> so what is this about your shoes? What are you, what are you saying? I want to hear it. I want to hear it. <laughs> Put me on the spot. So I've got my garbage shoes on today. Now that it's out in the open, I don't feel I don't bad know. about propping them can up. See Everybody them can see my garbage shoes. There you go. See? Um, so, yeah, my pants are a little long, and I got up this morning and put them on, and then I had to walk downstairs uh, to get ready to leave for work. So I slipped these on so I wouldn't walk uh, heels on my pants. I remember walking heels, you know, that get your pants get all torn up and threaded up. Do you remember yes, tying? It used to be cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you remember tying? Uh, it might still be. I don't know. Little cool. knots in the end of your shoelaces and and then wearing them kind of never tying them. Oh, I yeah. Definitely did that. And they, yeah. yeah so, so these have been tied one time ever. They're just yeah. slip ons. And I destroy these shoes. I, I wear them for everything and meant to change them. Um, but they're this, comfortable like that. It's not an unusual behavior for me. One time I got um, about 10 minutes away from the house and realized that I still had house slippers on. Oh. <laughs> I, um, I don't wear house slippers, so I wouldn't do that. But. You've heard me say this before, but I'll restate it. Um, I'm barely a grown-up. Barely an adult. I, I really probably Amber should be in charge of dressing me in the morning <laughs> and getting me off. I want to apologize First things first, um, I got the the allergies, the bad allergies, the real bad allergies. Good news, bad news on this. Are, are there good allergies? No, never good allergies. Um, <laughs> I, I good. It, the good news is I have all of them, so if you need any, I'll give them to you I'd for like, free. Uh, yeah, I could borrow some later. But the uh, we straightened out the mic so you won't hear me breathing constantly in this deal. Yeah, uh, really bad news is I might sound a little nasally. You're Louisville, wheezy. Kentucky. You're a little wheezy. Yeah, Louisville, Kentucky is the place where people with allergies go to die. Right. Um, it's it's a it's a it's a hard deal. I, I don't know how. I, it's a beautiful day out. It's only 187 degrees outside. <laughs> uh, 97 percent humidity. Pollen and Canadian smoke so thick you can yes. can't see your hand. Don't oh. breathe. Don't breathe the air. You'll you'll die probably. Yeah, we call um, it the Kentucky crud. Yeah. People, Ohio Valley. people come from all over the the world in March, yeah. um, springtime in Kentucky, uh, to the Mid America Truck Show, and I watch all these these sales guys and friends in yeah. the industry come into the booth and they're like, they start, "Oh, I don't <coughs> know what's throat. wrong with me, man. I, I just I came down with a cold or something this week." And I'm like, "No, man. Welcome to Kentucky. Have you ever seen Armageddon?" Arrived. Uh, I, w- I assume that if I had, we wouldn't be talking right now. All right. Uh, what? Armageddon is... <laughs> yeah. If you hadn't, we wouldn't be talking. So... <laughs> oh, the real Armageddon. Yeah. Good joke. Good Thanks. joke. I'm Thanks talking to Billy up. Bob... I'm Appreciate talking being there, Rod. Bruce Willis, Billy Bob Thornton, Armageddon. Oh. Good oh, one. yes. I've seen that one, too. You know, when they're in the... Uh, they're in the office upstairs, and they're talking about the asteroid and what's going to be. And and Owen Wilson says, uh, "What's it going to be like? What's it going to be like on the rock or whatever?" And Billy Bob says, uh, "900 degrees in the sun, negative 300 in the shade, jagged rocks." And Owen Wilson goes, "Okay, worst environment imaginable. That's that's all you have to say. Worst environment. That's what I feel like, Louisville. You know, 187 in the sun, yes. uh, thick smog, 
allergies so pollen yeah, so bad you can see it on your car. Okay. Worst Ev- environment imaginable. Right. Don't um, don't stop here. Every everybody um, when COVID hit, they were like, "Well, here's all of the symptoms to COVID, and you might mm-hmm. experience this and this and this." And I was like, "That just sounds like April. It <laughs> <Yeah. Right. laughs> <laughs> sounds like every April of my adult mm-hmm. life." I'm pretty sure I've had COVID since I was 12. Yeah, yeah. Um, every summer in Kentucky. So, yay. So terrible shoes and nobody can breathe. But thanks for, having, thanks for having me back. Happy thanks to for do coming it. back because keep, um, keep it, it. We, we shot two episodes of me just talking to an empty chair. It didn't work. It was, it was, uh, it was amazingly terrible. It didn't have the same hit. <laughs> yeah. uh, getting a phone call, that's why you put your phones on silent yeah. when you do stuff like but, this. But uh, strangely enough, with the empty chair, uh, the same percentage of my jokes hit. Oh, okay, good. Mm. Yeah, yeah. The still got zero laughs. Armageddon went 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 way yeah. over my head. You know, I'm not everybody's flavor of humor. So what we what we end on last week? We were talking about uh, the market. Uh, we were going to get into some businessy stuff that you're really good at. Um, I think yeah, we were talking about market and industry outlook. It's bleak right now in trucking. Um, owner operators are struggling Mm -hmm. to stay profitable. Um, heck man, all companies, big companies, um, companies you wouldn't expect to be having problems. Yep. Yep. Um, are in a little bit of trouble right now. YRC yellow, uh, yellow yellow is not doing fantastic. No, no offense yellow, but I heard they got a, uh, it's bad. Well, I read yesterday that, that they came to a temporary deal uh for a 30-day extension so that they can continue work um but their finances are are no good um but and 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 people want more money yeah oh yeah um and i i saw in freight waves or somewhere that uber freight stopped doing deliveries to them and people are kind of prepping um for yellow's demise i hope it doesn't come to that i would, I would hate to see that but man they've been um, around forever oh and they're huge like when i was 10. just working like logistics uh with a little 3pl in yeah. town like 25 years ago i was auditing yellow it was yellow freight yellow freight yeah um but we were auditing yellow freight bills yeah for customers back in the day and they're you know huge ltl uh operation but they're still you know i i have been in contact with uh, Mike Wilkes, our director of sales, uh, to see, talk to his team and see what we're doing about customers that might have utilized Yellow or, or someone like that um, for their LTL work and yeah. uh, see if we can fit in or see if there's a spot for us. Is, is there I, really a spot for us in something like that? Um, usually places like that they'll ship and do consolidation somewhere mm-hmm. and then ship ltl kind of last mile or final mile okay, stuff okay so getting it across um, the country yeah, might be so we the, might be able to do some truckloads exactly stuff. or that would be fun. there is companies uh one of our one of our very good customers when things like that you never know how supply chain uh, or how anything affects the supply chain uh, funny story we have a, a very large customer that does recreational vehicles um you probably know them. I'd rather not say names. Yeah, but we don't have to name drop. <clears throat> but when COVID hit and our previous administration shut down travel uh, to and from 
countries, foreign countries. They shut down foreign travel completely. Mm-hmm. Well, this this company um, builds their recreational vehicles in, in Mexico, and um, they get their tires from China or I think it's Vietnam, actually. Uh, but you they know, put the, the thought of traveling abroad is foreign to me. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that one hit. That was good. <laughs> that one hit. That's all I got, Roger. I'm just sitting here waiting for dad joke moments. Here I am <laughs> talking about some some real I'm customer sorry. stuff. I'm and sorry, dad joking me to death. <laughs> no, that one hit though. That was good. That was 23 that was years of joke. professional dad. Okay, good. You then can't you're, help you're, yourself when I'm they present in, themselves. I'm only in your seven it's like it's like dad. Tourette's yeah it's got it yeah there just comes a point where it just comes out you, like, you know oh, it there's comes. an opportunity sorry no so, you're good so so they cut down travel yep they cut down travel um they get their tires from vietnam well previously they they just did a little pallet or two pallet or three pallet of tires on um commercial travel airplanes and they'd put them in the hole and and ship them over to Mexico. Well, when they cut down, when they stopped uh, international travel, they had to charter private 747s just to get their tires to Mexico to finish building oh, these things. They for couldn't a, piggyback on they commercial. Couldn't, they couldn't piggyback on passenger airplanes, commercial airplanes. So it cost them a million dollars per plane of tires. Um, whereas they were paying, I don't know what they were paying beforehand, but... Um, but little things like that, you think that well, that doesn't. How, how is that going to affect ATV prices? Uh, how is commercial oh. travel going to affect you know shutting down commercial travel going to affect ATV prices? Oh, well, there you go. You know, little stuff like that. So who knows if if uh, if it does happen and they do something happens to yellow, um, we need to be prepared or we, we at least need to be having conversations. I had a really good conversation yesterday. This is something you don't know yet. Uh, FedEx as if FedEx <laughs> caught you don't I, this is the hot off the press because I didn't know what was going on <laughs> the FedEx uh, executives not the board I say the board the, the line hall executives that give us all the freight uh, in Pennsylvania Pittsburgh they contacted me and said they wanted to meet yesterday over zoom call oh so I'm thinking what are we doing here? Are we doing UPS Teamsters talk? Uh, are we doing what happens if talk? Um, didn't know. Didn't know what, what was happening. So we get on the call. Me and uh, Chris Warner from sales get on the call. And first and foremost, they gave us our award. They awarded us from last year. Uh, we got a yearly power-only performance award mm-hmm. from them um, for excellent, outstanding work. Go Mercer. Go you all, all who do the the work out there. They they said, Brian. They said our communications is is seamless, or are seamless. Um, our we had almost zero on time failures or service failures for on time delivery, and we carried nine thousand loads, nine thousand shipments in uh, during peak season, which is a little over. Uh, a month and a half wow. is what it was. Nine thousand shipments, almost zero on-time service failures, and communication is seamless. Uh, so they gave us an award, which is fantastic. Well, hell yeah, they did. Yeah. They also said that, that we're awesome. Yep, yeah, and that next year. Uh, so I, here I am, right? I, I'm 
I said, oh, okay, great. Yeah, I expe- I knew we were going to do great. Do, awesome. do, you, do you play it off like, oh, yeah, yeah, I expected that. Yeah, I did. Well, I said, ah, you know, our our customer service and, and on time, we, we hold ourselves to a very high standard, you know. But I, meanwhile, I'm, man, I'm pride. <laughs> I'm proud of this. Um, yeah. So, but then I'm questioning them, what about next year? What's going on? What's going on this year? Uh, so they, they said that this year they're, expectations are um, slightly above last year's for need uh, and what peak will look like. Mm-hmm. Um, and the good news is we might get a little jump start on bidding for peak season freight. So it's still nice. it's still all expected to roll. I was real iffy on how the economy is going to play out. But, yeah, it's good so, stuff. So um, if, if anybody ever really listens to this, Especially our guys, I want to point out uh, or first say thanks. Yeah, thanks um, for listening. Thanks for listening. But um, man, to me that that I always poke out my chest a little bit when I hear stuff like this, um, because what I tell people all the time is one of the differences um, in Mercer compared to some other carriers. Not all of them, but some other mm-hmm. carriers. Um, is that we are owner-operators. So when you've got a guy picking up your load of freight in a Mercer truck, it is a guy that owns his own business, um, is taking care of his family and his livelihood with that truck. Um, He's invested um, in equipment, and he has said, yes, I want to service this customer Mm -hmm. and take care of their freight. Um, because it's going to be good for my business. Yeah, on his own. Um, conversely, there's companies out there that call some poor guy up at 6 o'clock in the morning and say, hey, Turn on the get truck. your ass over to my customer and get this load of freight. I don't care where you want to go. I don't care if you want this load. Take care of my customer. Yep. And <clears throat> not everybody's like that. I'm not bashing asset-based oh, carriers. Yeah. But... uh Quite honestly, when when a Mercer truck shows up at at your shipping area, your dock or whatever, he's there because he wants to do business with you, not because somebody's making him. Talk about things Um, that hit different, right? Yeah, Yeah, just uh, just a little different. And I think that's part of the reason that our service is so good is you've got guys that are invested and uh, they wanted that load of freight to begin with. Yeah, Um, and we we talk about it. It's good to hear on the converse side of that because we talk about it all the time. We talk about the standard uh, that we expect and that, and that um, we take pride in and we, we hold people accountable to. And um, it's good to hear that that's being noticed. Of course, that's always when you puff out your chest and, yeah. and you want to. And it, it's good to hear. And I, I just want we want more. Yeah. You know? Well, and, you know, my, my history has always been on the recruiting side of things, mm-hmm. not operations. Um, I don't even know if I could dispatch a load of freight if you just sat me down in at the computer. I'd rather freight. not because then I might have to work harder someday right. um, doing that. And uh, it's a really hard job moving freight. Um, well, this market, but, too, it's it's tougher than ever. Uh, uh, when, uh, I've spent a lot of time in my career just talking about why we're so great for owner-operators. Um, and and the things that we do that are different for owner operators. So it's nice to hear from operations side. Of, you know, 
we're not just the best for owner operators. We're a good carrier for customers Yeah, as well. And it's because of those owner operators and because we have good systems in place and good people dispatching freight yeah. that do know how to use that computer. And communicate God. all the communication in place that, you know, when a, when a market shifts and it's very cyclical and, and we, we all know this, um, it becomes, we become very aware that, that customers and people, um, are highly aware of the price of everything and the value of nothing. Okay. <laughs> uh, they do. They, they constantly, they're constantly looking at the price of it and, uh, disregard the value of what what's happening and that happens in the market swings and then inevitably it tra- it changes and they see the value and and what we bring to the table and the value of this and they're, they're not as concerned with the price but when the market dips everybody's real high on the, the price of everything we want to know what the price is and um so it's good to hear the roi um of fedex is is high and they they appreciate yeah. the service that we provide and they they see the value in in partnering with somebody like us uh, because in this market stuff stuff yeah i was in orientation yesterday i talked to every orientation class and really when i go over there you've you've Wait, heard it we have big shots what? talking in our orientation oh, class that's the most important thing i do <laughs> two times a week uh it, it really, really I, I really do think it's awesome that you do that i enjoy i enjoy it thoroughly and dale's the one that put me on to do that um but really and it's an easy conversation it's very high level what we do at mercer how we do it um is there a lightning storm or the light flickering? Did I just have a stroke? I, or no, is I, this I thought I blinked really hard. When you get to be my age and things start <laughs> flickering, you start, <laughs> yeah. start worrying a little start bit. Start worrying about stuff. <laughs> Papa, is that you? Yeah. <laughs> There's a light. I saw a very unfortunate video <laughs> yesterday. Look it up after we're, we're done of our Senate minority leader. Um, and, I and, know. And on the stage yesterday, yeah. Yeah. It was it was kind of a it was a moment of um, what's going on here. Oh wow! So you know anyway. I don't watch news, right? Well, this is just a clip. Like I, you don't have literally to. have no idea what's happening in the world anywhere this, at any given time. This is much. a this is a realization. <laughs> yeah, Roderick says you're not missing much. I, there, uh, we're interviewing we're interviewing a um, I think it was a coordinator that is coming from a news station as a producer uh, and, and wants to do that. And I said, what, so should I want to be in the, the media or what, what's going on here? And uh, our HR said, well, I think she's just kind of strung out on, on news. It's just news all the time. And if you get that much negative, there's not a lot of positive in the news these days. No. If you get that much negative beat in all, every day, day after day, I could see where that's taxing on the, there's the lightning again. Yeah, that's why I stopped body. watching news. It's hard. I swear. Liam was like three years old. I saw this news story of this lady that drove her car with a three-year-old and a five-year-old in the backseat into a lake. Mm. What? <clears throat> yeah. And and Liam was like three or four years old at the time. So, like, it really resonated with Gosh. him. I'm like, what kind of place do you have to be in the world um, oh, no. to do that? Not to yourself and your children, and I was like, "Wow, you know, I'm like really sad about this," and 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 it was 
tearing me up, man. I'm just thinking about this little child that I have, and I'm watching this sad story, and they wrap up the story, and, and the news guy's like, and now also in the news. Here's the weather. And, and I'm like, how are you not sitting there crying? Uh, there's like, the real question. It's not the poor how lady. How you deliver that? The poor lady with the the obvious mental challenges to, to be in that state of mind, but uh, the real thing is the society that wants to hear about that yeah. wants to report Not about me, that, and that it's uh it's hard so i stopped participating um but but yeah i'll i'll check that out if all i have to do is watch a youtube clip or something it's it's it it goes along the lines of of uh you feeling old um a lot of old jokes, man. I'm not going to make any old jokes on you. But <laughs> you, you feeling you old. I am old. Because of the lightning strikes and the light flickering that we're experiencing right now. It's not real lightning, but. Dude, so I'm so jacked right now. Orientation. What are you jacked about? <laughs> this. Oh, coffee. <laughs> Black coffee. There you go. Um, drivers, right if you're in town, you want to dag on good cup of coffee in the morning. Um, of course, we always have coffee here for you for free, but. Um, you good neighbors. Get a cup of coffee. Go to our neighbors. Black coffee. Yeah, um, it's amazing, man. But um, I'm a little jittery. Now. So this guy. So so in orientation, I, I speak to every orientation class, um, and this goes back to talking about the market and what's going on, um, and people seeing the price of everything and the value of nothing, this day and age. Well. I start off the conversation, and really my point whenever I'm talking to the orientation class is I want to get across that we're not a place that's going to overpromise and underperform. Yeah. Okay? And that's one of our, you know, we're founded on good principles, um, you know, like honesty and integrity and weird things that don't make sense in society anymore. Yeah. Um, and still hired Roderick. And still hired Roderick. <laughs> Thanks for being on board, Roderick. Weird. So... Uh, <laughs> Yes. A laugh track. I love it. <laughs> See, they get me. So, yeah, you got good that we need those. You may, hold you your applause. Hold your applause. So, I ta- so I'm telling them about that. And, and one thing I want to get across is this is still trucking. Um, this is still logistics and, and doing that. It's not going to be a perfect ride. Yeah. Uh, it never is. But you have a home here. You have a place that um, you can work through things and you can... Uh, come to a solution and we want to facilitate the success of your business and do all that. So I'm talking to him about that. Well, I get into the part about how it's not going to be a perfect ride and how the market is down. And a a gentleman chimes in and and raises his hand and he says, how do you know? Have you ever driven before? And I said, well, no, no, sir, I haven't driven. I've driven a desk uh, for the last 13 years in the logistics industry um, and I've seen the ebbs and flows, and and I said I'm, I'm confused by your question. Are you are you saying it's not the market's not difficult for drivers, or what? Do you, he said, No, I just want to know your perspective on how you think it's difficult. I said, Well, I can't I can't relate to that in a sense of um, waiting physically at a shipper for for five hours or not having the load that takes you right back to the house. No, I can't relate to that, but I can relate with having conversations and doing the operations portion of it every single day for the past 13 years and I know and I not to mention I look at all the analytics of everything and just data says that the the market's tough right now um, but 
you know, I can relate to having real conversations with real people uh, yeah. every single day about what's going on out there. And this is the time when we need to come together, build relationships, and provide value um, so that customers like FedEx or whomever come back and say, man, you all, you all outperform. You know, that's the important stuff. So worth it. Um, it was hard. It's, it's, it's hard seeing someone in orientation coming on board to us and knowing that he's been isolated because uh, he's just straight yeah. up saying it basically. I've, I've been, I don't know where you're coming from type deal. Um, so it was good. It was good to talk to him and, and hear that. But um, it's an interesting dynamic we have here. It is. It's different. Um, it's different. One, keep saying that. Um, I'm going to keep calling you Big Shot if that's okay. If you okay. don't think I'm making fun of you, no, you're fine. Um, but the reality is, is I mean, you're pretty, you're pretty high up in our company. Um, you know, you're not, you're not a a, a small fish in a big pond here. You're you're one of the big fish, mm. and. Um, I think it's hard in our industry. Um, I think it's hard in an industry where you're used to finding closed doors. You're used to um, being treated like um, um, a tool to achieve a job rather than an asset to a company and helping them thrive. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think people are used to hearing, oh, I talk to drivers all the time. That's how I know it's hard right now is – Drivers are telling me that yeah. it's hard right now, um, uh, but but you do get out there and you, you talk know to the guys and you listen, yeah. Um, and it's yeah, it's a little weird, I think, for some guys coming in. I get a lot of guys uh, come over to see Anthony at the end of orientation, yeah, and and just go, well, I can't remember anybody's name because I've met so many people. Yeah, yeah. Um, but everybody's really nice, and I'm not used to talking to this many people. You know, it's just, hey, fill out these forms, sign this contract, yeah. here's a load of freight, get out of our hair. And uh, we really do kind of just but it's hang easy out and spend time yeah, talking. It's easy to things. get in that rut, though. The, the uh, I do have a job to perform, and I do have duties to perform, and, uh, you know, I'm not taking any, anything away from us, and I, I think it is different and it is really good, and I love you pointing it out and talking about it. Um, but it's so easy to get in that little just mundane, everyday, task-oriented stuff. Um, I won't forget when we started that specialized program that you drive the uh, oh, ATVs yeah, yeah. on and off. Fun stuff. We had uh, three drivers, uh, Dale Kilhorn. Well, there was four. Dun, dun. Uh, yeah, there was four, really. Dale and Cecil, um, John Pope, and Brian Wright. And they came. We were trying to get it all worked out. And I've got I've got spreadsheets. I've got all this information. I'm talking to the customer, trying to get this specialized program worked out. We're going to invest a lot of money into this. And I'm dealing with customer stuff, and I'm at the computer and doing my thing all day. Um and they're in town, and they want to see the ramps and see how it works out and how it gets onto the van and how we're going to actually do this, how this is going to actually take place. Um, and they've called me, and they've called me, and they called me multiple times, but I'm knee-deep in spreadsheets in my quote-unquote job um, looking did at stuff say, and doing did this. Did he say spreadsheets? But I'm knee-deep in spreadsheets. But I'm knee-deep in spreadsheets. But I'm knee-deep in spreadsheets. Spreadsheets. 
I get going. I need a drink of water. It's the allergies, man. I can't breathe. Yeah, the allergies are bad. Bad. In your spreadsheets. <laughs> That's a good one, too. It's not. Don't encourage so, me. Uh, thanks, Roderick. No. Laugh track. Laugh track on that spreadsheets. And my life is like a old Jackie Gleason show. So, <laughs> I mean... That was I'm a black and white TV show, Roderick. They used to watch things on what televisions. You, <laughs> right. What were you talking about yesterday that went over? Abbott my, and Castillo. Yeah. <laughs> Abbott and Castillo. I said you're Costello. It's not Spanish. You're digging a hole. But that, okay. So that was. I'm so old. It hurts. I hate you guys. That was three years ago. That was three years ago uh, that we did that. But we were I was knee deep in the spreadsheets and talking to customers and doing all that stuff. And they kept calling me and calling me and calling me. And finally, I I said, okay, let me meet you all over at the warehouse and we're going to look at it. Um, And I was frustrated. I told all of them I was frustrated. I didn't you know, I had things to do. Mm. Uh, you know, real important things yeah, to do. Yeah, because you're important. Importante. That's how I like to say it. So, But I met him over there, and I spent three hours over there with him, and I realized, walking away from that, I said, that was the most important three hours I've spent all day. Yeah. Uh, organizing, trying to work this stuff out. That was way more important than the spreadsheets mm. with a P. Uh, you know, there's things that, I was that involved you in. have to get done, though. Yeah, and, no, true. And spreadsheets are one of them. No, can't um, take credit away. But, uh, but yeah, it's good to make time for people. And kudos to us, man, because so no name dropping, but we've we've got a customer that has a very specialized need. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you can't just go out and buy a piece of equipment to handle it the way they want it handled. No, we tried. Um, so not only um, did we take the first off, kudos to uh, Mercer staff, because where are you going to find a trucking company that's got people with a skill set to custom build yeah. a trailer yeah. for a customer? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yay us. Yeah, But really. then... Um, how many times does a project like that happen where you got a bunch of guys uh, wearing golf shirts and chinos sitting at a desk deciding how I'm uh, saying? I got chinos. Yeah. No big deal. You I'm not wearing chinos. Yeah, I'm not judging, but My I'm guy. saying we don't have any damn business <laughs> right. um, specking out a trailer to no, do this. No, no, and, no, no. So what do we do? We've got four owner operators that yeah. know the business, um, yeah. have expertise in hauling unusual freight and unusual loads, consulting with us to say, oh, you know, if I'm doing this, here's the way I want to do it. And, right. And just from an employee perspective um, at companies, um, I've experienced where, you know, somebody just says, oh, here's the change we're putting in place. Uh, without talking to the people that are going to do the work. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, oftentimes it's the people that do the work every day that come up with the best ideas. Oh, yeah, sure. On uh, how to do it better and more efficiently. So, And it's good to collaborate and, yeah. and do that. There's so many people involved in that project, uh, and there still are. I mean, we're, we're st- shoot, that thing's still growing. It's growing. Um, yeah, good for us. And it's a good, good thing to do. 
You know what I wanted to do? I wanted to start. I forgot to do it, but um, we need to start each one of these out with like a safety message of some sort. Buckle up. Buckle up. That's a good safety <laughs> message. That was the best I could do on a fly. I say that. But, no, um, I, I say that. But well, no, it's how right. I. It, we should. It's how I ended my day yesterday because we were talking about orientation. Um, and Dale came in to my office and we were talking about at, we, we're always talking about adding thing, business things to orientation and this mm-hmm. and that. Um, but one thing that we need to talk more and, and really focus more on too, not that we, we are constantly focused on safety, but making people aware of what's going on and what we're seeing here. Quiz. Let me, let me test you here. No. Uh-oh. All right. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, and I can't use numbers, so let me see if I can do this right. This is going to be a quiz for everybody, too. Roderick, you're involved, too, right. and everybody listening. I'm glad there's no numbers. I, right, I was told there'd be no math. <laughs> what, what two types of accidents do we pay way more um, or cost us way more than any other type of accident on the road? And, and, and what I'm looking for is, is head-on, losing control. Um, what two types of accidents? I'm glad uh, right, right turns. Okay. Roderick? People trying to, trying to sneak in there between the, the curb and our truck. Okay. And we pay them because they're jackasses. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> he's got that one. Okay, uh, I'll go with uh, just not paying attention while you're merging. Okay, merging, yeah. merging, merging, and right turns. You will we'll, we'll use those. Wrong. It is uh, backing up and low speed sideswipe. Mm. Let me ask you this: Where do more, way more truck than stop parking lots? Truck stop parking lots. Yep. Where are the locations? You know what's? I, I thought about this on anywhere the way within fifty yards of a swift truck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or a, a I, I'm not even sorry JB for that truck. one. It's right. You know, we hear that a lot. We hear that a lot. We we hear all this. You know, so and so guy with with so and so trucking company or Swift Night Swift or or whatever. They can't do anything. But I mean, it, stats are stats. That happens to us too. And I think I think here's the. Re- Four, uh, actually, it was probably about a month ago. I leave my house and I park in the same spot every day. Uh, I got two kids, so the garage is full of toys and bikes and things. So I can't park in the garage. So I'm in the driveway um, and I leave my house. And uh, my mother in law came over to watch the kids. My wife's there and uh, I'm doing my normal routine. I get in my car. I'm always very aware in my car. I buckle up, I'm very safe. Um, and I, I back up and I hit directly into my mother-in-law's car. Yep. Just right, right then. She yep. parked right behind me. And I am so in my zone when I'm leaving my house yep. that yeah, I don't even pay attention to the routine. fact that she is literally right behind me. And I, I think about it and I'm thinking, well, man, in my brain, I usually, I don't start driving until I'm like in forward or, or you know, uh, past my routine right parking yeah. parking is not a part of me driving it's right. just it's it's the end destination i've already turned off um backing up 
you know, just the initial backup. Of course, you look behind and you look around your shoulders, but that initial backup is just part of my routine. And that's where that's where that stuff happens. Yeah. So it's so, so important to be hyper aware and vigilant and and start your driving experience from a, a before you enter the vehicle type thing. Um, because here I am hitting my mother-in-law's car. It made sense to me. At first, I looked at that on paper. I look at all these these reports and things on paper, and I think, how is that possible? Right. Oh, well, I know how it's possible. I mean, you're turned off by that point. I'm not saying that our drivers are, but I can see how easy it would be to say, yeah. okay, I've made it to my destination. The trip is over. Mm-hmm. I am safe now, um, you know, type deal. And uh, it's 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 important stuff, Yeah, very important stuff. Yeah, so we stop at truck stops when we travel, Yeah, if at all possible, because um, I'm just a – truck stop junkie junk yeah kind of a fanboy <laughs> of, of it's okay <laughs> of gadgets and trinkets and you know yeah usually i want to stretch my legs for a little bit and you know what are you going to do go stand around in thornton's candy aisle no i know i want to look at like cbs and have you been to a bucky's gosh yes. so yes. they don't allow truck parking have you been <clears throat> is it is it wild roderick i think it's incredible really it's it's crazy how huge it is! I've I've, I've so, seen the lines, but I've never been. They're marketing people. I see the billboards, and it's like two hundred and twenty miles to your next Bucky's. <laughs> like either fire that guy or give him a promotion. He's either right. doing something really wrong or really right. You know. So I I have a slightly different perspective on Bucky's. All right, let's hear um, it. Being okay. in and out of truck stops for twenty five years yeah, and yeah. looking at it through uh, working for a, a trucking company goggles. Um, it it's just a truck stop. Yeah, for people that have never stopped at a truck, truck stop, stop. <laughs> it's very touristy. That's yeah. yeah, it's it's just it's a truck stop with a bunch of marked up thirty percent garbage. Yeah, yeah, that you can take home with you. Yeah, and everything so, is branded Bucky's. Yeah, everything. Bucky's yeah. brand. Do so, they have? Have you had the brisket? No. Yes. Brisket. Yes. Brisket's where it's at. They make it right I there. I did not realize you were such a fan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm Roger excited because I went there one time when me and David were coming back from Atlanta. There oh. you go. He was, he oh, was yeah. waiting for me to talk about Bucky's. Yeah, I got really excited. <laughs> <laughs> so, Bucky's. Yeah. Not impressed. I don't, I don't get it. It just. That's all right. And, and you say brisket. Um, I'm thinking about a hot dog rolling around on on the little rollers yeah, at the roller. truck stop. Yeah. Uh, neither one of those is very appealing to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll stop at a restaurant for my food. That's that's understandable. Um, <laughs> you should and you should, and you but, should, but only go to truck stops. Um, so I was getting you go to, to truck stops. I'm sorry, man. The way people drive around these trucks. Oh yeah, and. In oh, where, pedestrians? Yeah, yeah, they the they fly, man. Are st- like I, I want to get out and punch these yeah. people for the they truck are drivers. Not like courteous guys at trying all. to back in and people walking in behind, cutting around them. Yeah, and like yep. you can't see all of this stuff happening all around you no. when when you're backing and no, especially uh, not like a van backing in a van. Yeah. It is harder to see. I mean, you got. You're blind for a lot of it, you know. That's in no. Yeah, I so. agree with you. I pulled in behind a guy. Where were we going? There was just this past weekend. Oh, I was coming back from Nashville. 
I pulled in behind it was it was actually a hearse. I pulled in behind a hearse that was off duty. But he he did one of these we both had time to pull into this gas station and uh he it was left hand left hand turn so we turned into the gas station and there was there was an oncoming car but he was w- way far away so he pulls in and at a decent speed to this gas station and we're free and clear and then stops right at that entrance of the gas station and i am following him yeah. and i pull in now i am in the the intersection you know and the car, oncoming cars going and I'm thinking, man, are you aware at all that I guess I guess that's on me. Yeah, I, I, followed I, was, him. I was just about to say there's drivers listening right now that are like, dude, don't go into an intersection. No, that's it's on, not clear. It's, it's on me. It's on me. But we <laughs> there was no there was absolute no reason for this guy to stop right oh, there no. at the entrance no, of the no, deal. And I'm it. thinking just You're anticipating just smooth sailing. Be able to pull in. But we get in those little agreed that's my issue, but that that's that's one of the uh it's unsafe out there. People are not thinking the same thing you're thinking. They're no. not worried about if the same things you're worried we about. Could do in our show to raise where you know what we ought to do? What? We ought to start out each show with a safety message. I would I like think that's a great idea. Yeah, I'd like to start the show with a safety message. Is it too late for that? Buckle up. Uh, we could Buckle always that would <laughs> <laughs> just go back. Great no, idea, we talked. I think we spent for this one. I think we spent. Uh, well, okay. We, we were talking about backing up, and we're talking about the percentage of accidents that that and the cost of to our owner operators of accidents. So it's just be hyper aware, even when you think the trip is over, yeah, um, or ha- hasn't begun yet. You know, that's that's where. Uh, whenever other people are involved, the more the other people involved or around, uh, there's just so much room for for error on their part and ours, I guess. But yeah, yeah, I tell uh, Amber, my wife, um, I tell her all the time. It's I'm never so much worried about our drivers doing the right thing no. out there. I'm yeah. just worried about what everybody around them is capable yeah. of, and I I see it all the time. And, and I mean, we've all seen um, that guy in the semi truck um, flexing with his big truck out there on the highway. But um, more times than not, what I see are people that just don't understand how to behave around big trucks that are causing the problems mm-hmm. on the highway. Mm-hmm. Um, and just a little more education. Um, to the public about how to act around a big truck and how to drive. That guy's not running you off the road. You've been you've been driving for a quarter mile in his blind spot. I took um, going you know, down. He's looked fifteen times and you've never shown up. Right. right. Um, stop that. No, I know. Get off the right side of that truck, people. Uh, stop. Another story going down to Nashville. There's a lot of construction work on 65. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we get off at Preston Highway, and we're going to uh, shoot down and, and get back on 65 a little bit further south because uh, we're heading south to Nashville. Well, I'm apparently not the only genius that thought to do this. So we get off at Preston Highway, and it's bumper to bumper, you know, to turn to go south. And um, we're sitting in there, and we're, we're patiently waiting. And a truck, flatbed, hauling a load of uh, sheets, um, steel sheets. Oh, well, I say there were there were sheets because it, but it was tarped, so I don't know what commodity, but sheets. And uh, 
comes flying by us. It's one of our major competitors. I'm not going to say names, uh, but comes flying by us with his in in the turning lane. Right, we're in the left hand lane, and we're going to turn left. Um, and he comes flying by us in the turning lane um, to turn right. It's only a two two lane deal, but he's got his left blinker on. Okay, and I'm thinking, oh well, a a he was he came flying by. Um, so I'm I'm already aware. I'm going, what's going on here? And he's got his left hand blinker on. I'm thinking, oh he he must have turned left and it, and it hadn't turned off yet. Yeah. Um, and he's going right, obviously. Well, this guy flies up to the front of the line and then proceeds to cut everyone off on Preston Highway and turns left and cuts off all these cars. I don't know if he had to use restaurant. I don't know what he's got going on, but I, I thought, holy crap. So I, I told my wife, um, Becca, I said, hey, look at look at this. Look at this guy. I got to catch. I got to see if I can catch up to him. Of course, I'm in line and I don't, but I was going to catch up to him to call his company to say, yeah. hey, man, this is, you know, I, I feel bad Not for Not good them. for you guys. Well, we caught up to him on uh, 65. I'd forgotten about it since then. We we spent 30 minutes in traffic. We caught up to him on 65, and the only reason I know we caught up to him is I see a flatbed in front of me on 65 South, and he's swerving. And I thought, is that that same? And it looks like he's got a tarped load of sheets. I said, is that that same guy? Uh, so we speed up, and I, I get up, and it is. Same, same person. So I videotape. Uh, what as I'm passing, I just want to videotape, not to, to, I guess not to get him in trouble, but this is unsafe for this company, um, and I'm hoping he's not having a medical emergency or something's going on, but he's swerving. Well, we so same guy that cut everybody off and turned left is just riding on 65 South. He didn't stop anywhere for his he's swerving all over the place, and he's got his uh, handheld. He's talking to somebody, one hand on the wheel, handheld in hand. I didn't get it on camera, but then I called our, our competitor and tried to tell them. I said, I, I unfortunately, I did not get the truck number, and he got off the exit soon after. But um, but I'm telling him, hey, if there's any way you know, here's here's something that you all need to be aware of. Um, but you don't know what people are doing. But I feel bad for, for that, that company, uh, our competitor, that they just didn't feel the need to care about what was going on around them at the moment you know yeah. it was bad it's rough yeah it was, it was it's scary yeah it's scary shoot yeah i had my kids in the car too yeah yeah i you know i drive a lot um back and forth to work yeah you drive and to it you is, live slightly slightly below michigan right yeah just just south, just south. of grand rapids yeah. i commute daily i know to louisville it's it's uh but it's cooler it's, up there <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, you know, probably uh, a couple of times a month, I'm just driving along, and it hits me, and I'm like, "Oh my God, man! I'm counting on all of these people around me to not kill me today." Yeah. Um, and you know, people are driving past me, with their and they're counting on you not down. to kill them too. Yeah. So, sit your phone down, people. Sit oh. your phones down. Yeah. It is so common to just, you know, you see somebody swerving, doing this or that, and you go up and they're just, yeah, oh, yeah. or or even worse is is the two palms on the steering wheel, yeah, as they're two thumb texting. I saw some lady reading a book, uh, not on the phone, actual paperback book, 
in the car. Reading driving. a book, driving. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I yeah. can barely that's read great. a book sitting on a couch. Yeah, oh yeah. Me too. I'm the same. Like, I barely have the attention to do that. Reading She's a book. She's going to do that driving. That's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, don't do any of that stuff. Be safe. Yeah, really, really. What what's our time, Roderick? Uh, so are right we now, about fifteen minutes in. Uh, yeah, 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 man. Uh, the time's been flying. Uh, we're at fifty minutes right now. Oh, uh, fifty minutes. We've overshot. And I'm not gonna lie, I recorded us for like five minutes, just shooting the breeze at the very beginning. So really, oh, we're yeah. probably about forty five minutes. He's sneaky. There yeah. we go. Um, can I can I talk more about this orientation class? Yes. Do you mind? I do not mind. You you were kind of the uh, the the guy that was big on time last go around. Now it's you that wants to talk. <laughs> yeah, well, we're at forty five minutes. We got ten minutes. Is that is that doable? I can do this for as long as you want um, right. today. I was supposed to. Uh, so you know, we'll keep going. We'll keep going. Good, the, you I, good I, run. We're good. We're good. All right. I've got written down that market perspective oh i've got that on mine too yeah yeah yeah. that we want to talk about market perspective and i'm not going to talk about how uh we tender freight how customers tender freight <laughs> that is for a later episode i think okay. we should talk yes. about that at some it, point it I know really you, is important i know I just, you've heard it nine thousand well, times th- so the novelty of it is i'd really never heard how we tender the freight. term oh tender tendering freight yeah. until I heard you speaking publicly about it, yeah. which you do an amazing job of. Oh, thank you. And I was like, where did this guy go that, like, we were <laughs> making fun of Robbie Kugel in his office 15 minutes ago, <laughs> and now he's an industry professional. Like, so, what happens to that guy when you get up on stage? Some context for, for everyone listening. Uh, I have done a couple talks uh, and, and one being at Matt's with our driver's forum, uh, I think it's important to share information in order to arm ourselves and make better, more accurate decisions for, for our businesses alike. Um, I think there's a, a lot of fast-moving parts in our industry, so the more we can share knowledge and information, the better we are equipped um, to combat the, the fast-paced nature of our industry. Mm. So my my deal and my talks that have been about um, how a person that works as an account manager or broker or uh, um, agent or whatever you want to call them, the people that that are on the computer entering loads, how they do their job and how uh, a customer gives freight. Like, what does that process look like? How do they give freight to uh, an account manager or an agent? Um, And, there's little tidbits within that that helps the owner operator be a little bit more knowledgeable or a little bit more equipped to make yeah, good decisions for their business, to, right? Where and know what to from. do. So, but anyway, Brian's heard this now three times, four times. Uh, What's good so every he's time? Making fun of me, but so market perspective on what we're talking about. This orientation class. The reason I thought about it, the orientation class. Um, that gentleman that asked me what. How do you know? How do you yeah. know what the market's doing? Um, I went into a little bit about how technology is affecting our market and how things are going. The market's down, and we could talk about outbound tender rejection rates. So, real quick tidbit 
um, freight waves records the outbound tender rejection rate. So tender is a real word. Um, but all that means is that they have billions of, of load dollars information, and all they say is how many loads are being sent to carriers that the carrier is sending back, that they're rejecting. Yeah. And, and that that equates to supply and demand. So how, how much uh, is, how loose is capacity and how much are they rejecting? So right now, outbound tender rejection rates are at an all-time low. Uh, that means that carriers are accepting about everything that's sent to them uh, for freight, and they're not turning back anything. That means they're desperate for freight. Okay, so that's just basic stuff. So, but this guy says, how, how do you how do you know the market's bad? And I I kind of went into this spiel, and I want to talk about it technology um, to him and about how technology is used in our market, um, in really any market. I thought about this. Technology is used to improve process or decision making. That's it. Google Maps. If, if I type in Google Maps as a technology, if I type in a route or, or a destination on Google Maps, it gives me a route. That All that does is improve my decision-making on should I go that route or uh, in my process of doing that. Um, same thing's happening in the trucking industry. There's technologies that are improving the clicks, number of clicks that I have to make, or how I enter a load of freight. You talked about mm-hmm. entering a load of freight earlier, uh, and it's making us faster. It's making people that drive desks faster. Uh, or there is technology that's improving our decision-making. These data mining companies, people that are getting all that information. Yeah. Um, and all that does is make these market swings a lot less mountainous and, and valleys. The, they're, they're not peaks and valleys anymore. Um, everybody's kind of on the same page. So you won't find someone that has $2,000 load and a $1,000 load, um, and they both have that freight. The shipper knows kind of where the market is and, yeah. and the rates are down. Um, so right now, you know, just talk about market perspective. Um, it's tough. It's tough for everybody. But just like I was telling this this gentleman in orientation class, it's not like anyone's not fishing out of the same pond. We're all in the same boat. Yeah, uh, We're all fishing out of the same pond. We're all having the hard conversations. So... I circle that back to the value that we provide. While shippers are totally focused on price and unaware of value, um, we need to make it a point to provide value and show them what value is um, so that the price doesn't matter as much anymore, right? Yeah. Yeah, we we take a. Did a I lull you to sleep? No, <laughs> no. I was I was actually you know so everything's perspective. Yeah, for me and um, so while you're talking about that, I'm thinking about um, when we're marketing um, to owner operators and when the recruiters are at these truck shows or on the phone, and I don't want to say selling um, Mercer to owner operators because they really. They're not salespeople. They're, yeah. they're really recruiters. Um, they don't sell Mercer. They um, they tell people they about Mercer yeah. and help you decide whether or not we're a good fit. Right. And um, if you are a good fit, we want you. If you're not, then we hope you find success somewhere else. Um, 
But it's the the same thing when guys call in and they're like, well, tell me all of the advantages of Mercer. And you'll hear our recruiters say a lot, well, you know, we're hauling the same freight as everybody else. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to tell you you're going to make more money here. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you you're going to make less money here. Right. Um, but the fact is we're all hauling the same stuff and we're all in this together. Um, the difference is the value we provide mm-hmm. to your business mm-hmm. and the support we provide to your business. Right. And um, so if, you know, if you're going to haul um, a load of um, sheets there you go. of whatever, um, the least we can do is if you're going to haul the same load for a similar price that you do it for anyone else, let's make sure you get paid fast. Let's make sure you don't have to deal with the back end office headaches. Let's take care of that paperwork. Make sure for you get you. treated right. Yeah. Make just, sure you know how fuel taxes work and that we pay them for you. Yeah. Um, you know, and different different things like that. Yeah. yeah so uh, I call that being mercerized. Yeah, but it's it's value. It we add value. we add value to to what you're doing, and um, you know we've always said uh, being an owner operator at Mercer is uh, like having your own authority with none of the headaches. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, of course, there's headaches. Who said uh, that? There was an old recruiter because Dale says that too. And there yeah, was an old Glenn Correa. Glenn Correa. Yeah. He was the best recruiter I've ever worked with ever. Um, he taught me the value of honesty, if you can believe in such a thing in recruiting. Um, but trucking. Uh, yeah, tr- trucking engineer. But um, – I'm sitting there, and, you know, I'm pretty new to recruiting, and I don't know much about Mercer yet. And um, he's t- telling this guy all these great things about Mercer. And he was also one of those guys that um, you could be like, oh, yeah, I live down in Lee, Florida. And he'd be like, oh, you know, down there off of I-10, <laughs> exit 222, <laughs> there's this little truck somebody, stop diner I tell you. that's still there. Yeah. And they have the best, uh, you know, yeah. chicken fried steak. <laughs> Seriously, that, that is and, uh, incredible that people can do that. But, yeah, so he would do that. So he's telling them all these great things. And he's like, well, hang on a second. You haven't asked me about any of the bad things that are going to happen. We're still a trucking company. You're going to mm-hmm. go out there. You're going to arrive on time, 15 minutes early for your crane appointment and find out he is not there. Yeah. They're not going to help you. We're going to call and ask for detention pay for you, and the customer's going to reject it. Yeah. And it's going to be terrible, and that's going to happen because we're in trucking, Mm -hmm. and that's what trucking's like. Um, So don't think that we're any different than other trucking companies in that respect. Trucking's still trucking. Yeah. But here's the difference. Goes along with it. It's not going to be a perfect ride. Yeah. So, you know, there's going to be a lot of headaches along the way. There's going to be bumps in the road. Um, (laughs) Trucking. You're full Um, of these puns today. I am full of something. It's fantastic. For sure. I don't know how you. It's hard living inside of this brain. I don't know how you come up Um, with it. Gosh. Mental illness. (laughs) has probably got a lot to do with it. Um. But anyway, um, value is very important to us, and I think it's still important to a lot of people, and and I'm glad that we still have customers, um, whether it be um, a shipping customer or an owner-operator customer. 
it's good to see that there are still people that see value as being an important thing. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, uh, absolutely. So go Mercer. Good stuff. What do you want to talk about next week? I want to Let's get some uh, topics on the table. I, I will be um, traveling next week. Oh, okay. Week um, after. So we're going to have to skip. Um, so I'm going to come back with new, uh, new material. industry news from the marketing side of things. Okay. So um, we'll hopefully, talk about some, marketing. Maybe, yeah, maybe we'll get a, a little bit into uh, what's happening. Um, with uh, trying to sustain our our fleet, you know what I want to know. You know what times? I would like for you to tell people to uh, how Henri the marketing game has gotten on a sense oh. of um, ad placement <clears throat> and um, you know being fed things to click. For instance, you know top top ten flatbed carriers and you'll find a website that has a top 10 flatbed oh. carrier and oh predi- predatory awards yeah there you go so that so that you just click on that website and, you, uh. and then you just get fed information about the whoever sponsored that website or that article to yeah. be fed to oh they're the best flatbed according to who you know um yeah. that's a cool topic yeah i want to i want to talk about uh, that i want to know more about that okay i want to know more about geofencing and and um, of course, I know a little bit about it, but geofencing and being able to target certain audiences yeah. through technology and, and it's super creepy. And so, like, I already know what uh, the things that we're capable of doing. Mm-hmm. So it's really interesting to me when you hear people talk about like how um, they were just having a conversation about this, and now there's an ad. Oh yeah. Yeah, and my phone um, and you know, I've there's up on there's a phone. debate on whether or not phones are listening oh, and, listening. and yeah. deciding. Um, there, yeah. So that yeah, that'd be fun to talk a little bit about. I Good. don't know how interested other people are in that, it's but I find it I'm interested, fascinating. So I'll, I'll ask questions and uh, and yeah. See, I well, I I'll tell you this. How I talk other a lot about what we do as a company. I don't talk a lot about what we do as a department within the company ever. I will I will I will say this. It's uh talking about how interested other people are. Um maybe they don't know what we're even talking about at the beginning, but they are getting fed ads and they are wondering yes. why why is Mercer not at the top of it? Well, Mercer didn't have anything to do with that website. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. It got fed to you. Um so you know, that's from a sense of them being and us being the targets and being the prey. What's the old saying? If uh, you said it to me the other day, if you're not if, if you're not paying for the product, you are the are product. The product yeah. Isn't that wild? <laughs> Think about, about that. that when you log into that free app or game or yep. whatever it is. Um, that's that's not for you. No, 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 no. That's for somebody that wants to purchase you and your information and your information yep. and target you. One hundred percent. Um, so yeah, have 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 fun with Bejeweled Blitz. Um <laughs> they're collecting your information and serving you ads that somebody's giving them money for. Yeah. Yeah. Uh cool. Well, good deal. 
before we go, I just want to put a uh, quick little tip out there for drivers, making sure that you stay hydrated. It's 105 here in Louisville, Kentucky, oh, so I can only you, imagine that around the U.S. it's probably pretty hot, too. So make sure you get yourself a bottle of water, that you're staying hydrated. I know take it sounds breaks silly. if right, you're out there securing a load take yeah. breaks uh you can always have yourself like an umbrella if you don't have a hat or anything like that i know it sounds silly to carry an umbrella but you know you need the best that you can to keep that sun off of you uh make sure you're keeping your He's cups full. full of water this is great um hey where can you find us oh oh yeah faceless yeah Roger. so uh we are on all the major social media channels. Uh, we're going to be Mercer Transportation over at LinkedIn. You can find us on Facebook at Mercer Transportation. Right. If you are wanting to get some inside information or if you're willing to kind of hang out with some of our drivers online, you can always uh, find us on uh, Mercer Town Lounge. Uh, and also, please guy. find yeah. us on YouTube. We are Mercer Transportation Company on YouTube. Uh, please follow, uh, like, and subscribe. And uh, yeah, hit them buttons, <laughs> yeah. the punch them, like, subscribe. Let's get connected more. Appreciate it. Thank you guys, both of you, all so Thanks much for, for doing for this, doing man. Um, and, uh, I hope I hope that somebody finds value in what we're doing. Um, and if nothing else, uh, hopefully, you know, there's a driver out there that's bored that's just trying to get to the truck stop and settle in this evening, and and we're helping. Keep them perky and lively. I hope and, we didn't put them to sleep. Safe, <laughs> safe travels. <laughs> safe travels next week. Yes, sir. Safe Thank you. Safe travels to everybody out there on the road. Please, please, please stay safe. Um, and most importantly, for the love of Pete, if you see a truck out there with a Mercer sign on the door, be good to them. Take yeah. care of each other, yeah. you guys. We're all in this together. Yep. And as I said last week, love you guys. Go Mercer. We're out.